You're listening to Lockdown Parenting with Nathan Oliver, my dad. Hi, I'm Nathan Oliver and this is Lockdown Parenting. I'm a pastor of the church next door in Melbourne, Australia, and I'm a dad to two amazing, energetic daughters. In this podcast miniseries, I have conversations of grace with parents to find out what they're learning about themselves and parenting and how they're handling family life in isolation. If you're a mum or a dad out there adjusting to conditions that are a little more challenging than usual, I hope you'll be encouraged as you listen. Hello and welcome everyone. It's day, I don't know, 20 something of the coronavirus lockdown. I hope you're hanging in there. I've got another great chat for you to listen to today. But first, I have some special guests, Evie and Anna, my two daughters. I thought it'd be fun to have them come and I can ask them a couple questions. Now, at dinner, girls, we often go around the table and share one good thing, one bad thing, and one funny thing from the day. And I thought it'd be good to hear about a good thing, bad thing, and funny thing about our isolation lockdown so far, okay? So, girls, first, why don't you just say a quick hi to everyone? Hi! <laughs> that was good. All right. And now, how about um, how about you tell us, what's one good thing that we've had so far from being locked in our house together? Um, that we can see Nana. On FaceTime? Okay, that was that was a great thing. We can talk to our family like that. Evie, how about you? Um, homeschooling is really fun. Right. What's the best bit about homeschooling so far? Um, we can message our friends and chat to our class. Right. So it sounds like some great learning there. Okay. What about a bad thing? A bad thing. A lot of it's been bad, but not all bad. But what's a bad thing for you guys? Anna, how about what's a bad thing so far? Um, that would have scratched me. Okay, you got scratched by a cat. Was that because you were sort of being mean to her? No, I wasn't, but it was kind of sort of, she was angry, like, she was Okay. People can't see you doing that punching, clawing motion. All right, Evie, what about you? No, all I was doing this. Yeah, again... People can't see the faces that you're doing, but it's hilarious. It's trust me, it's hilarious. Okay, <laughs> okay, all right, Evie. What about you? What's a bad thing that's happened so far? Um, I don't get to see my friends because normally every day I get to see my friends. Yeah, that's been really sad. Really sad. Okay, okay. But what about a funny thing so far during our lockdown? What's been something funny, Anna? Um, that the. Um, that bird that we want to know that they're poo. Okay, the poo joke. All right. So the bird at the park, we watched it do some gross stuff. Is that right? Okay. Then that was super funny. Yes. Okay. And Evie, how about you? What's a what's a funny thing so far? Uh, when we go to the park. Uh, every one of us gets a turn to do a funny walk. Like, <laughs> like everyone that comes gets to have a turn at doing a funny walk. Okay. Who does the funniest walk? 
normally me. <laughs> you do. You are so funny when you do that. That's great. Thank you. Thanks so much. That's really great. Now, coming up today, I have a, another great conversation. It's with Shabu John, a good friend of mine um, from right here in Melbourne. Shabu works with Canterbury Gardens Community Church and also City to City Australia. Shabu has such a beautiful family and he's one of the nicest guys you'll meet. And I really appreciated uh, how, as a dad, he was able to express his feelings so well when we chatted. I hope you're encouraged too. Here it comes. All right. Hello, Shabu. Hey. How are you doing? Hey, Nathan. How are you? I'm doing good, thanks. Good thanks. Good to chat. Thanks for joining me. Uh, thanks, man. I'm, uh, I'm quite nervous, actually, as I sit here and have this conversation <laughs> with you about parenting. Uh, what, what are you nervous about? Because uh, I'm nervous because, like, World War III is happening in the lounge room right now with my kids and my wife. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a great moment. Well, that's good. That's what we're talking about. This is good. Yeah. This is Keeping good it material. real. All right. Keeping it real. <laughs> Tell us. Yeah. Tell us about your family. Um, how many... How many people in your family? How many kids? Sure. Um, so um, do you want to start with my wife first? Is that all right? Because she's important. Do you want me to just go to the go kids? Go for it. Yeah. So we've been married uh, 11 years. Um, we met at church. She's an awesome girl. Um, and then um, I've got three kids. I've got an eight-year-old. A uh, oh, My daughter, I was getting, yeah, she's four years old. No, five. She's five. And my, my youngest, my youngest uh, is actually four years old. Man, if my wife is listening to this, she's going to, she's, she's the one who knows all the facts and figures. So <laughs> I'm failing already. <laughs> it's their ages. It's their ages. It's a- <laughs> I know, man. But the thing is, the thing is, I, when we talk about our kids, we don't say, you know, um, I either call them number one, number two, or number three. It's good if we're talking about them. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I just yeah, I just get mixed up with numbers. Well, you can do that. You can do that Thanks, here man. now. The ages are too difficult. You can just call them yeah. one, two, and three. You can edit that out, right? Like you can just. Edit <laughs> How's it, it looking out. now? Yeah, yeah. I, well, you know. Yeah, like but they... I won't. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> tell tell me tell me how your family is operating. Like what what's it like for you? What's family like for you now during this? coronavirus isolation time yeah look um i think initially it was um a bit of a shock to the system like we we initially when we when it all started happening there was this moment where it really hit us uh it was the moment where so if anyone knows me i'm the germaphobe so i'm the guy who has hand sanitizer in my pocket uh so i'm this is like before before all this happened before all of this happens, I'm like DEFCON 5 already. Like I'm ready to go nuts <laughs> with everything, cleanse everything. Um, so once this is happening, I've gone into paranoid mode. Uh, while my, my wife's probably a bit more sane and, and normal, and so she tends to uh, be okay. Uh, and so there was this moment where um, all the lockdown stuff started happening. Uh, we live in a block of units where there's a long driveway, so our kids usually do bike riding and stuff. Um, and normally we just let the kids to roam free, um, go and ride and we can see them. And 
but this time I was like, I said to my wife, I don't, I don't want to do this. We, we can't send them out on their own. One of us has to be there. And she said, oh, it's not that bad. I said, no, it is really bad. We cannot go out. Um, if no one, one of us can't go out there. And there's this moment where we, we, it was like my son standing there with his helmet on his head. My daughter has got, she's ready to go as well. And my youngest as well. And my wife, uh, is, Beck is looking at me like, this is not okay. Like we, we had this moment and there was tears. We were, my, my kids started crying. <laughs> my wife started crying. Um, it was a moment of this realization <laughs> This life is not the same. Like we can't just do what we used to do. Yeah. It's sort of a new normal, you know. Um, so that was the initial thing. Um, it's, it's, yeah, I think that was a turning point for us, for us as a family um, where we were able to, you know, my son's first response to me was after all that and he cried because he couldn't ride his bike out on his own. He, he said, he said, I hate the coronavirus, you know, um, and it was an yeah. opportunity to talk um, and ask uh, questions why, you know, like to have that opportunity. So that was the initial thing. Now, I guess, was it two, three weeks in? Is that all right in Melbourne? Um, two weeks in, I think. Um, and so now it feels very much yep. dust has settled a little bit. Okay, this is the new norm. Um and yeah, we're just trying to figure it out each day. Um, some days it's great. Um, some days it's really bad. So yeah, that's yeah. We, we, it's for us as a parenting at the moment. Um, we're trying to learn this idea of seeing it not just as um, a good friend of mine um, who, uh, like my wife and I, we, we do marriage counselling, and as in people counsel us, and so that's been really good for us. And one of the things that um, this guy told us, the counselor told us was, Hey, um, have you ever thought what's the purpose of this season? Like, is it, are you just going to try to get through it? Of the coronavirus? Yeah. Yeah. Are are you just, are you just wanting to get through this season or are you wanting to thrive in the season? And I just had to reflect on that. And I thought, I don't, I've never really thought of thriving in this season. I just want to survive uh, mm. and particularly parenting. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, I think what's really hit us home now is that it's good. Um, it's been good for us as a family. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's bad days. But what, are, what are some of the things that have been good about it? Like what are some of the things you've been getting up to? I mean, riding your bike in the driveway has been banned, obviously, but. What, what are some of the things you are doing now as a family? But, yeah, I mean, like, right, we can still ride our bikes. It just means we have to go in shifts or, like, do it at, do it at an appropriate time. And there's, there's supervision and being able to tell my kids, you know, hey, there's someone walking down, move to the other side, or, um, no, you can't just ride off onto the road by yourself. Um, just little things. But, yeah. Um, I think so. Firstly, the thing that comes to me first up is it's a realization that there's so much stuff that I used to just assume. Uh, I assumed the opportunity to go out and ride, you know, my kids got to ride by themselves as an assumption, as a as something that I just took for granted, but not so much. Um, 
and now I think um, the lesson I'm trying to learn is it, it's I'm enjoying the interruptions. Um, you know, just before you and I started mm. chatting, you know, my um, my son came in and he saw me with headphones on and all wired up to the laptop to talk to you and. Uh, he was just able to come and hang out with me. He just didn't say anything, didn't try to talk. He just sort of knew I was busy. But, yeah, I'm enjoying the interruptions from my kids, um, being able to come and ask yeah, questions or, yeah, or put their head into a Zoom call that I might be having. Yeah. They can wave to people. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's been good. Uh, yeah, and also just realising I need to – I'm very thankful for my, for my uh, wife who's – done a lot of work i think i'm realizing even more than ever um and it's been great to just um properly partner together and being able to engage with my kids in the moment so if this is a situation going on world war three i can actually come in at that time and talk to them about it rather than waiting till the end of the day yeah okay that's great you're saying how um, it would usually be Beck during the day doing that by herself because I imagine you're off at work um, somewhere yes. and she, you're saying she's at home normally? Yeah. So, yeah. so what's it like um, doing that more frequently together? Um, I think what, what, I'm le- what we're learning again is prior to all of this, we, we were just talking literally prior to the virus happening and stuff. We were talking about how our life is too busy, we need to slow down, um, we need to make priorities of our family and, you know, um, and I, I kept on saying something needs to change, something needs to change. And so in a sense being forced to change um, um, has meant now yeah. like as we're home together, um, um, I'm able to have the conversations with my kids um, um, as it happens. Um, so whether if it's from good stuff, you know, like they're, they're, they're learning a lot or they're coming to share with me something they've learned and I can say, hey, that's awesome or tell me about it. Or if they um, are having a disagreement with mum, I can get involved straight away rather than waiting at the end of the day when Beck tells me um, this is what happened. Um, that's been really great. Um, yeah. Uh, I think also to be able to grieve with my kids, um, you know, I know this may seem a bit silly, but I think the the reality of them being able to be to share their like my daughter was sharing that she's anxious that you know someone they know might die from coronavirus and um, mm. you know I mean I don't think I would have those discussions if I was out and about as much. Um, my wife might because she's home yeah, right. and that conversation is happening. But now I can and that's been really good um, to be able to talk from a faith perspective as well but as a Christian um, but also to acknowledge yeah. how she's feeling um, rather than yeah. just, you know, not. Yeah. So it sounds like it sounds like a lot of the a lot of your parenting's changed from um, like you probably were doing a lot of these things already, but now you're doing them more on the spot in the moment. What what how are you growing as a parent, like individually as these things are coming up? Like what are you learning about yourself as a dad? <laughs> what am I learning as a dad? Uh, well, <laughs> I think um, 
I am a man of comfort. So uh, all the things that I find comfortable have been shaken up, which is, uh, and I think I, I don't realize this. I'm more of a person of yeah. routine than I realized. Um, so, um, you know, I, I have things that happen in certain, and if that's been shaped, reshaped again, um, I used to get really stressed, but now it's like, well, that's okay. Like, um, you know, it, it, the, the language that I keep hearing from people is you got to pivot, you got to move around really quickly. And that's, that's yes. been good. <laughs> that's been, that's been good in, uh, for me, for my soul, actually, I think. And I, okay. and I think, uh, for, with my own faith, um, as, a, you know, as a follower of Jesus, I think I've been quite, um, taken aback with the reality that, um, I'm reminded that Jesus himself was restricted. Um, he was in a particular place, a particular time, um, you know, uh, he was, you know, restricted on certain things he could do, certain things he couldn't do. Um, and yet he, he had his, his focus was on his relationship to do what the father wanted him to do to ultimately, yeah, to go on a cross and, and die on the yeah, cross right. for my, for my sins. And so that's been, um, yeah. been quite moving for me as I reflect on that, that there's this ethic that's worked into my heart of work, 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 and then I'm somebody, um, even as a follower yeah. of Jesus, but I'm realizing more that it's not, yeah, I, I need to step back, uh, and be okay with the, the stillness that I'm forced into, um, so that I can be still with my wife yeah. and talk about beyond the, beyond the, you know, the kids did this or we need to pay this bill or that bill, actually talking about the heart and, and sorry, talking about things that are deep to what's important to her, what's going on, what she's thinking about, what she's fearful of, what she's joyful about um, with my kids. Um, yeah. Giving them space to say, yeah, dad, this is what I'm excited about. This is not what I'm not excited about. Um, and, and, yeah, just really yeah. appreciating those moments. It's really great. That's really great. And especially hearing like your reflection being like you feeling restricted and restricted by being at home, but it's actually become something that's good good for you, good for your family, good for your own kids and all that. Uh, that's yeah. that sounds great. Um yeah, and this whole this whole like pivoting idea, it sounds like you're doing it. <laughs> that sounds really cool. It's really encouraging to hear the way that you're really taking hold of that and not just um, being frustrated as a dad saying, I've got to get my work done, but you're going with the flow um, and enjoying that time, enjoying that restriction yeah. in, a, in a funny way. Yeah. What do you think of the, some of the things, I mean, you mentioned earlier, like you'd been feeling for a while something had to change. What do you think if there was anything um, that's come to mind already, like, what would you keep doing? Like if the isolation ended today, what would you want to keep doing after that time? You know, I think the first thing for me, I guess, is because my faith is um, core of who I am or still trying to grow in that. And the biggest thing is that um, it's okay to be still when you need to be still and when you should be still. So what I mean by that for, for me, from my perspective is, um, I don't know, asking myself the question, is that really a priority or is that an expectation that I think I should be doing? So maybe the best thing for me before I do, if, if, if the, um, you know, if the whole thing was opened up again and we could go back to whatever is normal life, um, I 
think the first thought process has been that now I can actually, um, what I'm learning now is if that happened, one of the best things might be for me to keep those key things that I'm learning now to keep going. Um, in the past, I used to say, oh, if only this happened or if this happened, then I could do that. Well, rather than thinking of that way, what, are, yeah, what, what will I continue? So my relationship with my wife, my kids, making that priority um, still, the, mm. my own faith journey, um, realizing that, um, that this faith journey is where my engine room needs to come from, my, my love for my family, for my kids, for my neighbors, um, for the people that, yeah, right. you know, I get to serve. Yeah. I don't know if that answered your question, yeah. but yeah. Well, that's, that's great. No, that's great. Really great. Yeah. Well, Shabu, thanks heaps for sharing. Thanks for joining me. Uh, it's been great to chat and hear about what you're learning and everything, all this, all the stuff that's going on for you at home right now. Um, yeah. All the best with the rest of the isolation and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, man. Here's my reflections from today. Shabu talked a little about productivity and the feeling that you are what you produce. As a parent, that hit a bit of a raw nerve with me because during this time of isolation, I've had a few moments where I've gotten angry with my kids. And initially, I've been able to blame them for being naughty. Now, I'm not taking away that as a real cause of frustration or even saying that they weren't even in the wrong. But I've realized that I'm way more sensitive to their behavior when I'm needing them to be good so I can get work done. And it's good to get work done. Don't get me wrong. But I've realized for me, Sometimes I just want to feel productive so I can feel good about myself. Now, I know working from home is a hard situation, but if my productivity is dependent on my kids' behavior, then it might be hard for me, but that's too much for them. That's not their responsibility. I can't hold them accountable for my own sense of value and ability to produce. In fact, whenever I look to my ability to produce something to give me a sense of value, I think... I'm in a dangerous position. Which is why what Shabu said was so great. That the message of Jesus is that he makes us valuable before we've even done anything. And that means I can work from a place of certainty and rest. And that helps me be a better dad. That's what I'm learning as a parent. How about you? Thanks for listening, guys. I'd love to hear your feedback, comments, questions, anything you want to say. You can get in touch with us at our Facebook page to search for The Church Next Door or via the contact section on our website. Or try us on Instagram at The Church Next Door, Melb. That's M-E-L-B. We'd love to hear from you. See ya! Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast comes from The Church Next Door.